Hey, hello. This is uh, Brother Kapow. Why this verse is awesome. Check this out. Today's November 19th, 2021. You haven't heard from me in about a month or so. Um, I have been busy and I've been getting a lot of things from the Lord, a lot of great, great stuff in his word. But for some reason, just kind of being held back by the spirit and what I say. And I guess, you know, I needed time to kind of refuel myself and get fed uh, by the word myself. But anyway, some, some really good things are happening about this today. I want to talk about the evil that's going on today. So you as a Christian, uh, I would imagine you're a Christian listening to my podcast because I don't know why you would listen to it if you're not. Uh, but you could be. But if you're a Christian, you're listening to this, you know, you uh, you got to realize we're in a world of hurt and the, the world around us is, uh, you know, literally, literally collapsing and um, imploding. And but this is all it's all designed. It's all prophesied. It's all predicted. This is the way it, it is. This is Babylon uh, re-risen is what it is. It's I'm going to tell you something. What you're seeing here is something out of the pits of hell. It, it literally is that beast, that beast system that comes out of the pit of hell. And it's that that beast that was that was dead. You know, it, it was. And then it wasn't because paganism and that Luciferian religion had been suppressed by the rise of and spread of Christianity for, you know, for a few hundred years, a couple of thousand years, really. And, and in the last days here, it's going to rise again. It's going to rise again. And it has risen. It's not going to, it has, it's here. So when you're looking at Joe Biden and you're looking at the United States white house, and you're looking at American corporations like Facebook and Apple and Google and the alphabet people. And you're looking at Zuckerberg. Um, when you, when you look at your country's president and uh, I don't know all their names, you know, I don't care, but your country, no matter where you're at, Canada, um, you know, Australia, New Zealand, you know, when you look at your government there, you look at uh, these corporations, you look what's going on. It's the same thing. It's a global hive mind set. Uh, your your guy is just like my guy. They're they're all wicked. They're all evil. Is it because, you know, poor, poor bastard Uncle Joe is just, you know, pathetic old man, you know, pooping his diapers? Is it just that? No, there's more to that. Is it just because they're Marxist? Uh, they have a political ideology of destruction? Is it just that? No, there is more to that. And what that more is, is that it's a religion. It's a rise of a religion. This is the Babylonian Luciferian religion. This is the whore that's riding on the beast. The beast, that last antichrist beast rising up. The whole system is anti-God. It's anti-Christ. Um, when you listen to these fools talk about vaccinations and wearing a mask and uh, the word reset and uh, over here it's build back better and all this crap. When you listen to this, there's there's no talk about Yahweh, the God of the universe or the creator God or the biblical God. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. This is man-made. It's, it's Zuckerberg's metaverse. See, they don't want to talk about God's universe, God's cosmology. It's their metaverse. It's, it's a place 
that they have created and they're creating. And you will be part of that video game. You will be part of that matrix. You already are. So you need to see this. You may and you may not see it already. You may just be happy, clappy, you know, going to your church on Sunday and getting a little bit of a word for 20 minutes and you're done. But as a, as a Christian, if you want to survive this and you kind of want to know what's going on and you, and you really need to survive it, um, you know, you can't, you can't say, well, Jesus is going to come before the great trail. You know, you can do all that stuff and you're going to, you're going to find yourself in a really bad way, uh, real, real soon here. If you haven't already, uh, with health, with your finances, well, with the, um, and when I say persecution, you don't have to be a preacher or, or have a podcast or writing Christian books. You're just going to be persecuted, uh, based on your, uh, Christian Judeo beliefs, because you're not going to want to go along with tyranny and you're going to have a problem. And so if you don't understand that, that God has said, all of this is happening and this is happening. Now you're living in a day of age that it's all happening. Now I'm not saying is it's going to all happen in your lifetime and uh, then you're done. You know, who knows, but it, it's definitely happening. This is definitely the, the very, very last of, of history. Um, we're not going to recover from this. It's not, uh, this is global. It's not like America, it's just by itself. And then the next election cycle where you're going to get a conservative Republican and everything's going to go back to normal. It's not going to happen. That's not happening. These people don't give up power. They're not giving up power. In fact, the more they lose, the, the, the more they double down, the stricter they get. Uh, I just heard on the news today where I believe it's Australia was making the vaccine mandate mandatory for all their citizens. And you're literally not going to buy or sell. You literally can't live a life as a citizen without this uh, poison in your arm. And uh, so everybody's having to do that. And those who do resist it, for whatever reasons they have, uh, those people are being targeted and very, very much persecuted. And it's um, you talk all day whether the vaccine is important or not, and whether it really uh, helps or doesn't anything. We do know here in America it's untested trials. There's it's poisonous concoction, and what we do know and what I don't like is the forcing of it. If it's so great for you, why do you need to force people? So it's um, it's a bunch of BS, and I'm sick and tired of it. And I'm sick of people pushing that agenda. And it's Luciferian. It's not just Marxism. It's not just an ideology. It's actually a religion. It is a religion. Okay. So, um, <laughs> you know, we're living in this world and it's not getting better. And so you go, well, you know, how, how, how are we going to deal with this? How do we do this with Christians? You know, and the thing is, is there's so much good stuff in God's word and so much, you know, things to concentrate on. And, and, you know, I personally hate to always, you know, look at all this negative stuff. Um, but, but we have to know how to get fed. We have to know where to get the word of God because no one's going to give it to you anymore. You're not going to just be able to turn on any podcast or TV show and hear stuff from a, from a preacher. It's, it's few and far between. And you really have to let the, the Holy Spirit guide you in order to get fed from the word, you know. But, what, you know, I clearly see, um, I, I clearly see that this, this this global religion is a God is dead religion. Yahweh is dead religion. Uh, there there is no God in that. Um, you know we are, we've been inundated with secular humanism for so long, where the human is the most important um, 
we got to do this. We got to do that. It's all about us. But what I'm seeing is, 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 you know, you always hear people talk one world government, one world, one world financial system, but it's one world religion. It's monoism. It's all the same. It's all under Lucifer. See, God, Yahweh is two. There's God, there's God, and everything else second emanates from him. There's two. There's God, there's Yahweh. Everything else is two, emanates from him, right? In monoism, there is no God. Every, everything's God. We are God. You are God. The Christ in me smiles on the Christ of you and the animals and the birds and we're the earth, Gaia. We've got to save the earth. Uh, we've got to have um, the, this, the, the ecological, um, you know, uh, paganism. Everything's one. <clears throat> there is nothing outside of man. It's secular humanism, but it's turned into monoism. It's a religion. It's a religion. Uh, the male and female are one, <laughs> right? Hey, look at the transgenders. They're one. We are all uh, androgynous now. It's the ancient pagan gods that tell us this. We have gone back to the ancient paganism. It is the rise of the beast out of the pit of hell. The angel has that chain, and uh, that beast comes out of, out of the uh, pit of hell, and on it is writing a Babylonian whore with blasphemies on her. And she's drunk with the blood of the saints. And, and she leads all the kingdoms and the kings and all the corporations and all the merchants uh, to perdition because it's a Babylonian religion. And the Babylonian religion is an antichrist religion. And that's where we're at. That's where the whole world's at, not just America. Every country is following the same Luciferian mandate. The word is reset. Here in America, it's called Build Back Better, which is, uh, you know, BBB, Build Back Better. It's the second letter of the alphabet, 222. Two, two. And in the threes, it could be, you know, quite possible to look at a 666. <clears throat> it's, it's humanism. It is, um, you know, the mark of a man, right? It's, it's you know, the Apostle Paul talked about you know, the, the great falling away, the great apostasy in that day, he wasn't talking about the church. He was talking about humanity, the great falling away from that humanity would fall away from leave any type of religion that pointed to the creator God, the Yahweh, and they would follow their own religion. They would sit as God. The man of lawlessness would be revealed. This is the one who will sit as God being God in the temple. So if you're still waiting for the third temple to be built and you think that Paul was referring to a physical brick and mortar temple, you need to pop open your word a little bit. But the same apostle talk about in another in another letter, he talked about your bodies being living temples of God, not being joined to prostitutes. Your bodies. Another apostle, Peter, who actually walked with Christ, said that we are the temple of God. We're living stones being built. Um, we, we are the church of God. We are that temple. Paul wasn't talking about the, the physical temple of Jerusalem that was destroyed in AD 70. He was talking about you. You are the man of lawlessness. And when you take that mark of the world, when you talk, take that Luciferian mark and you love this world and you believe your government and you believe Dr. Fauci and you believe your particular president or prime minister or whatever the clown is, and you believe that and you go running around to try to save your life, to try to not to be sick, and you trust in them rather than God, well, you're, you're the one sitting in your own temple thinking you're God, above God. You've changed religions. 
Your religion is not one of Yahweh worship, of servitude to Yahweh. It's not one that you've said, my life belongs to Yahweh. Um, I'm a living sacrifice to Yahweh, the creator God. No, you've said, I trust in my government. I trust in science. I trust in the vaccination. I trust in my mask. I, I trust in the global system. I trust in the banking system. I trusted by education. You're trusting in everything. It's a religion. It's Luciferian. It's Babylonian religion. It's here. It's here. It's, it's, it has risen. She's on the beast right now. Yeah. Exactly. It's everything is one. It's one. It's a one government. It's not just here. It's, it's where you're at. It's in France, right? It's in Brazil, right? It's in Indonesia, right? It's everywhere. It's, it's, it's monoism. It is the religion. It's a great, it's the great beast. Only God is two. He's God. Everything emanates from him. As soon as you get rid of Yahweh, as soon as you get rid of the creator God, and you become God and everything becomes one, you now have a Babylonian religion. Uh, the... Uh, it's a great apostasy. It's a great humanity has, has, has dropped out. I mean, even, even Christian churches aren't Christian. They're not biblical. They're mixtures of paganism and Christianity. Um, there's, a, there's a local church here that I used to go to, and they keep calling me. And they keep leaving these messages on my phone, and they say stuff like this. The pastor, so-and-so, has asked me to call you personally and invite you to this Sunday service because the Holy Spirit has given him a special message. And you know what the message is? You know what the, the, the title of the series is? Reset. Reset. Where do you think he got that term Reset. Is it in the Bible, reset? It, it, where in Scripture is reset? You know who says reset? Joe Biden. Build back better. The socialists, the Marxists, they use the term reset. They, they want to reset humanity. They want to reset you. <laughs> they don't like you being independent and existing. They're going to reset you. They don't just want to. They're going to reset you. Mark Zuckerberg has created his, his multiverse. You're probably all excited about that. Put on your Oculus glasses and, and you know, become a, uh, you know, a, a game figure. There's a movie we just saw uh, with Ryan Reynolds that the same thing. He was a uh, he was a game guy inside of a game that came alive, started making his own decisions. Yeah. Multiverse. And a reset. So you got. I got a local pastor. He gets his butt boy to call. They call every every week and bother me, inviting me to the reset. I don't want to go to the reset. I'm, I don't want to be reset. I belong to. I belong to Christ. Christ is my savior. I'm a God follower. I'm a Yahweh follower. I'm a servant of God. I don't want to be reset in your pagan Christian religion. Quit calling me. And, and then you go by the church and big old, big old lines, big old uh, banners. Reset. This Sunday, reset. He says the Holy Spirit gave him the message. The Spirit gave it to him, but it wasn't God's Holy Spirit. It's the same language the world uses. You get my point. 
It's not one. You can't be one with the world. You can't be one in the in the narrative. That same language. They speak with their mouths. It's they, the the words are from the great dragon. It, it's two. It's God that everything emanates from Him. If if you don't see God as the sovereign. If you don't see God as the ultimate creator God and everything proceeding from him, including you, how can you work? That's not worship. Then you can't worship him. You need to bow down and realize everything, including you, are secondary. There's two. You're never one. You're never one with God. But that's what we're seeing. Oneism. It's one world. One financial, and worst of all, one religion. It's Luciferian. Yeah, it's horrible. So, yeah, I do have a scripture today. I have Psalm 73. Recently, spiritual attacks on innocent people have increased considerably. This is partly due to society's transformation into a satanic cult. Most people are clueless or hopeless in combating this spiritual mayhem. We wish to offer two good books to overcome these attacks. First, Demons in My Marriage Bed, a true story of spiritual warfare offers one of the most effective training systems in combating spiritual darkness in order to gain personal freedom. Second, Eyes to See Unseen Enemies teaches how to see the hidden dangers which are all around us, even in places we would least expect them. Both books can be purchased on Amazon.com as a paperback or ebook. It is our desire that you will take advantage of these opportunities to increase your effectiveness in spiritual warfare and learn how to fight back instead of being a victim. We'll see you on the battlefield. So let's see what uh, let's see what God has to say about all these uh, wicked people. And and you might feel the same way as the writer of Psalm 73 felt because. I do, but you got to see the big picture here. Psalm 73 starts off with, truly God is good to Israel, to such as are of a clean heart. Who's he good to? People with a clean heart. But as for me, my feet were almost gone. My steps had well nigh slipped. What does that mean? He just about fell. Why? Why, why, why would this guy almost slip and fall? He says, because he was envious at the foolish. When, when I saw the prosperity of the wicked, there were, there were no bands in their death and their strength is firm. Have you ever felt that? Have you looked at these guys? Have you looked at someone like uh, here in America, this Dr. Uh, Fauci clown? He, he's, he, he's, what's, how come this guy exists? How, how come every president has this guy as their, their health advisor? And how, how come this guy's able to do what he's done to people and experiment on them and do what he's done to, never mind the puppies, <laughs> you know? How, how is this guy still around and with that little stupid smile? That's just one guy. That's just the politicians. How was Zuckerberg able to just have billions of dollars and be such a piece of work? And the prosperity. They're wicked, but they're rich. They're elite. 
They're elite and they're running the show because their God is the God of this earth. Remember, Lucifer took, he, he took Christ. He took the God man up on the hill and he showed him the kingdoms of the earth. And he said, if you'll bow down to me, these will be yours. He has the power to give money and prosperity and fame and fortune. And that's what you see day in and day out. And they're wicked people because they have bowed to the foot of Satan. And there's no bands in their death. They just keep their strength, their fur. Look at how old is Henry Kissinger? He was old when I was a kid. When I was a teenager, he was like old. He was like uh, my dad's age. And my dad has been dead for, you know, 25 years now. How old can this man be? How about Rockefeller? How old is this guy? I, I guess the blood of infants really, I mean, that really works. And it says, they are not in trouble as other men. Neither are they plagued like other men. No, everything's fine. You know, you got, you know, Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk, they want to go to Mars and they're, they're you know, the SpaceX and they're flying around and they're going to create this and that. And oh, they're fine. And because of that, because they're not plagued, because they're fine and life is great for them. Right, they're, they're not worried about losing their job because their employer's mandating a vaccine for them. They're not worried about you know putting food on their table because their rent moratorium is, is running out. They're, they're, not, they're not worried about how, how am I going to survive? How am I going to send my kid to school? How, how am I going to clothe my family when my unemployment check runs out because I, I can't get a decent job? Jeff B, so these guys aren't worried about it. They don't need to worry about it. And because of that, in verse 6, it says, Therefore, pride compassed them about as a chain. As a chain. They're prideful. Look at their faces. Oh, they're so full of pride. They know everything there is to know. Oh, it's kind of like that smiling preacher. This is, it's all going to be okay. It's all going to be all right. God has his best for you. Give me mama. Oh, they're dripping with this pride. And then it says violence covers them as a garment. You're going to force poison on children? You're going to mandate something that's experimental? You're going to suppress the information of, of, of people who have been harmed by this stuff and put it on kids five years old? You're violent. It covers them just like a shirt. And their eyes stand out with fatness. Oh, they've got it all. They have more than a heart could wish. And so the writer of this psalm sees this and he's like, I'm envious of that. How come I'm getting my butt kicked? I try to serve God and every time I do something and he thinks it's wrong, he's chastising me and blah, blah, blah. But these guys are living high off the hog and nothing happens to them. They own the world. And I'm poor and I'm weak and I can't 
I can't fight City Hall. No one is going to help me. And in verse 8, it says, they are corrupt and they speak wickedly concerning oppression. They speak loftily. They're full of pride. They, they have no problem telling you what they're going to do and what they're going to mandate. Just like in Australia. You're, you're not going to be a citizen here unless you're vaccinated. They have no problem telling you what they're going to mandate because of the surge of the COVID. We could do whatever we want and there's not a damn thing the rest of us could do about it because they're corrupt. And guess what? In verse 9, they set their mouth against the heavens. What does that mean? They speak blasphemy against God himself. You know why? Because they're gods. They sit in the temple as a god. They're their own gods. And you are their servants. They set their mouths against the heavens and their tongue walketh through the earth. What does that mean? Well, I just told you the story about that, that, that stupid church going reset. The whole series for three Sundays in a row is about reset. Reset is a term that these Marxist Luciferians use all the time. They're resetting society. They're resetting the human. They want the human 2.0. They got to get rid of you if you're resisting it's a new thing. It's an it's it's the new deal. It's the it's the new world. It's the built back better. The resetting. Why in the world is a church talking about reset instead of the pure gospel of Christ that people are hurting and need to hear? That's my gripe. And I will gripe it till the day I die because I just don't get it. Well, I do get it. I just don't think other people understand that I get it. And, and, and so their, their tongue walks through the earth. What does that mean? They have a narrative. How does Satan operate? Answer me. How does Satan operate? Think about it. How, 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 what, does, what does he do? He lies. From the very beginning, he lies. And his lies create death. He did it in the garden. He did it in Genesis 6. When he, inter when, when, when he intermingled with, with humankind and screwed us up. He did it at the, at the Tower of Babel. <laughs> he was doing it in Sodom. He lies. Christ said to those religious idiots of his day that thought they were all cool and lofty because they were religious. He said, you are like your father, the devil. And he was a liar and a murderer from the beginning. There's no truth in him. Everything that proceeds from him is a lie. That's how he does it. Look at book of revelation. Look at the beast. Look at the image of the beast. They speak great blasphemies. It comes out of their mouth. That's how their tongue walks through the earth. They use words like reset 
and build back better and a human t- t- uh, 2.0 terms like metaverse. Therefore, his people return hither and waters of a full cup are wrung out to them. Yeah. And here's what the wicked say. How does Yahweh, how, how, or how, how, does, how does God, how, how does this God of this universe know what I'm doing? He don't even exist. I haven't heard from him. And the, the Bible is just an old, dusty old book full of fairy tales. How would God know what I do? Is there, is there knowledge in the most high? Seriously, does he even know? Does he even exist? Of course he don't. Because I am God sitting in the temple as God, being God. And I am a man of lawlessness. My number is 666. I am the Antichrist. I have accepted the mark of the Babylonian beast. And verse 12 says, Behold, these are the ungodly who prosper in the world. They increase in riches. Bill Gates. I'm just talking about these American fools because I don't know the fools that are in your country. You know that, those fools. I know my fools. You have your fools. So they could be one and the same. I don't know. Bill Gates. I mean, how many billions of dollars are these, these idiots worth? And they're just telling you what to do. And they're constantly imposing their will on you and changing you and making you two point resetting you building you back better. And it's all about merchandising, not only the merchandise that you buy from them, but you become merchandise. It's like Nimrod, who was the mighty hunter before the Lord. What was he hunting? You think he was hunting quail or do you think he was hunting the souls of men? And it's negative before the Lord, just like the sodomites, their sin of sodomy came before the Lord. Nimrod, the Babylonian religion from Shinar. It was, and then it wasn't, but now it is. And in verse 13, the psalmist says, Verily I have cleansed my heart in vain. I washed my hands in innocency. Have you ever said that to yourselves? I look around, I see Zuckerberg controlling me. I can't even get on the internet without having to give Google my password. I can't, my bank, I can't even go online. I can't get my money. I don't even have money. It's all digitized. And they say I have X amount, but with one push of a button, it's gone. And now, now build back better. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna uh, reinforce the IRS, and then they're gonna come and they're gonna make sure that everybody pays their taxes and and, and doubles their taxes. And they're after, right? And then you say, but I've cleansed my heart. I, I you know, I, I've given my 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 whole life to Yahweh, to the Creator God, because I realize He's sovereign and everything emanates from Him. There's two. There's Him, and then there's me. And I washed my hands. I'm innocent. I haven't hurt anybody. I, I have, I'm trying to live proper before my God. I, I'm trying to. And in verse 14, he says, For all the day long I have I been plagued, and I, I've been chastised every morning. When I read God's word, God's word is like, you know, uh, don't be part of the world, you know, you know, do this, and, you know, and you, know, you love your God with all your heart and everything, and all the time. But then these guys are just running amok. 
And in verse 15, the psalmist says, if I say, I will speak thus, if I, if I say this, behold, I should offend against the generation of, of your children. When I thought to know this, let alone speak it, but even when I tried to think it, it was too painful for me. How, how did this guy, how did this psalmist in, in Psalm 73 deal with this dilemma where all this wickedness is around him and, every, and, and it's resetting him and the Babylonian empire has come and the beast has risen and the great whore's on it and she's drunk with the blood of the saints and of the prophets and um and, and, and with the kings of the earth who has who have, who have have drunk with her and partake of her whoredoms and he says but but I, you know I don't dare if I do if I do, I'm going to get whacked you know if I get angry I, you know, let me let me tell you a personal story about brother Kapow I'm tell you I used to be a really angry guy I was a policeman you know for almost 30 years and in order to survive on the streets sometimes you had to you had to know you got to know your stuff you had to be tough and um you know anger you know was a tool and um it's so you know i knew i knew how to get back you know and the thing the big problem is, is once i became a christian god had to strip me of that and and it's still hard and to this day it's still hard and now and then i get my buttons pushed and boy, I want to take vengeance. I want to do something. I want to say something. And, and and then I'll have the Holy Spirit tell me, you can't do that. Vengeance belongs to the God. You're not going to be able to do what God's going to do. You, you've got to let that go. I'm not saying be a, a, a pansy and lick their boots, but you've got to let that anger go, right? That's hard for me when those things come to me. That's hard for me to do. And I struggle with that. On the, I, I struggle with it. And and I had an incident last week where that happened to me, and and no one was doing anything to help me. And this this person that was being lawless, and I just said, you know, screw it. I'll get back at you guys. You know, I know how to. I'm gonna put. <laughs> I'll get back. And and God shut that down. And He said, let it go. Now, when I let it go, I did feel better. And the problem did end um, when I let it go. But it was hard to do because for like two or three days, I kept walking around thinking I was a sissy, that I no longer was a man, that I couldn't take care of business because I had to just let just let everything roll, just give it to God, you know? It's hard. How do you deal with that? And then when you see everybody else prosper, you see lawlessness around you. How do you deal with that? How, how do you deal with, with seeing... Everybody complying like a bunch of sheep. No matter where you live, you know, unless you live in a, a state or a country that you don't have these mask mandates and stuff. I, where I'm at in Nevada, wherever I go, people are all masked up and no one questions it. No one says this doesn't, this is stupid to walk from the door to my table and then I rip it off because I'm at a table now and I'm eating or, or I'm going to eat. The virus can't get me as I'm sitting at the magical table. It can't go here. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. And then you, I watch all these people just like sheep. They're just sheep. They don't think. You can't even have a conversation with them. I go, how do I deal with this? 
And then the psalmist says in verse 17, this is how he's feeling. He's, 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 he's got all this angst. And he says, <laughs> he says, I can't even speak this stuff, let alone think it. It's too painful for me until I went into the sanctuary of God. You know what a sanctuary is in the, in the, in the Hebrew? Mekedash or Mekedash. It's a holy place. It's a consecrated thing. It's an asylum. It's a place that you go to be alone with God. Until I went into the sanctuary of God, my aloneness of God. Then understood I their end. It wasn't until he slowed down, slowed his thoughts down, slowed his anger down, slowed his vengeance down, slowed his activity down. It just was alone with God to be fed by God, even if he's in the wilderness and ravens have to come to your cave and feed you. He says, surely thou didst set them in slippery places. Now he sees it. Thou castest them down into destruction. He didn't see it before. He thought they lived forever. He thought they had great health. He thought, he thought, he thought, Henry Kissinger never dies. Can you imagine being that piece of work at his age? How miserable that fool is? <laughs> Verse 19 says, how are they brought into desolation? Just as in a moment, boom. And they are utterly consumed with terrors. As soon as these guys close their eyes and the spirit of death takes them, the very next second they awaken consciousness, they're going to be tormented in a place of torment. And they can't unring that bell. The liar of this earth, the God they bowed down to and licked his boots, can't save them then. And their little cheap 70, 80, 90, 100 freaking years here is nothing compared to eternity. Eternity and its eternal torment after the judgment. Eternal torment and terror. That's how stupid these wicked people are. When they set themselves up as God and blasphemed the only true God. And in verse 20, the psalmist says, as a dream, when one awaketh, so, O Lord, when thou awakest. In other words, everything they're doing right now, the Build Back Better here in America, your uh, Zuckerberg metaverse, your forced fascinations, your forced quarantine, you losing your job, all this stuff is a dream that they're going to awaken from when God wakes them up. When God says, it's time to wake up, they're going to wake up and that dream's going to be over. Their 2.0, their reset is over when God says it is. That's what we have to know. That's what we have to know. It's not a hope. You have to know this because if you don't know it, you, you will be like the psalmist was earlier, just, just depressed thinking these people are, are, are winning, but they're going to lose. And everybody associated with them, if you buy into the B system, you're going to lose. And 
And so, O Lord, when thou awakest, thou shalt despise their image. That's right. The Hebrew word means illusion or their resemblance, their figure, their vainness. He's going to despise them. And in verse 21, the psalmist says, thus my heart was grieved and I pricked my reins. I was pricked in my reins. So foolish was I and ignorant. I was as a beast before you. How, in other words, how in the world could I have, I, I, I have doubted this. Nevertheless, I am continually with thee. Thou hast holded me by my right hand. Because you remember his foot almost slipped. He almost lost footing. He almost said, forget this. You know, this ain't working. This whole biblical Christianity stuff is way too demanding. I, I like the religious Christianity where I can just go sing happy, clappy songs and look pretty on a Sunday morning and have friends and, you know, you know, I like that. But this biblical Christianity is demanding. This, this whole giving up my life for a sovereign and being a servant to the sovereign that, that everything emanates from, that's hard because it's all about me and I'm the center of my universe because I'm a narcissist. Right? So now, now he's realizing, hey, I almost slipped and I feel like an idiot. And in verse 24, he says, thou shalt guide me with thy counsel and afterwards receive me to glory. Where are the wicked going? The wicked are not going to be received in glory. The wicked are going to wake up from their dream and they're going to be in hell. They're going to burn for eternity after the judgment. That's where they're going. And they deserve to go there because they have rejected the God of this universe and have set themselves up as their own idols. God is justice. We like to focus on the love of God, but we never want to talk about his justice. Oh, it's happy, clappy. God is love. He's also a God of wrath because he's just, he couldn't be just and merciful if there wasn't punishment. Verse 25, whom have I in heaven but thee? And there is none upon earth that I desire beside thee. You see how this, this psalmist is a servant to a sovereign. You see how he's bowing down, how he's prostrating. It's not about him. It's all about Yahweh. In verse 26, he says, my flesh, okay, my body, my heart, it fails. But Yahweh, my God, my Elohim is the strength of my heart. And he's my portion forever. He's my smoothness. He's my allotment. He's my inheritance. He's my portion forever. That's where I want to go. Verse 27, Psalmist says, For lo, they that are far from thee shall perish. He goes back, talks about the wicked. If you're far from God, they get whacked. They perish. They're destroyed. Thou hast destroyed, vanished, consumed all them that go a whoring from thee. What does that mean, whoring? Adultery. It's always, in the Bible, adultery is used for a human that worships anything but Yahweh, the Creator God. It's all adultery. It's all idolatry. 
to sit in the temple as God and be God, a man of lawlessness. You're number 666, an antichrist. The spirit of antichrist had already gone off from among the churches when the apostle John wrote about it almost 2,000 years ago. In the last verse, verse 28, the psalmist says, but it is good for me to draw near to God. I have put my trust in the Lord God that I may declare all thy works. What's it about, Elfie? What is this all about? It's about you and me drawing near to our creator God, to our Elohim, our Yahweh. It's important that we put our trust in him as the sovereign and, and, and know who we are in him and why that we can declare all his works that we can declare all his works you do that through a, a life well lived through God yeah, and that's it for today that's why that scripture is awesome and I'll be back with some more stuff about the beast system and how, how it's risen from the pit. And the Ten Kings hate that whore and destroyer. We're going to talk about all that stuff later on. All right, good night and God bless and digest what I said. You don't have to agree with me. Think about it. Read your word. Read Psalm 7, 3. Really think about it. Good night.